Hello, and welcome to Unsheathed with your hosts, Kyle Gold and Cam Hirosaki. We hope that you enjoy the program. Please stick around afterwards. There'll be cake and blowjobs. Hi, welcome to Unsheathed Presents number three. I'm Kyle Gold, and I'll be reading a short story that I've not published online yet. As always with my stories, there is descriptions of explicit sexual conduct, so uh, use your discretion while listening. Coitus Interventus by Kyle Gold Fabian opened the door, his robe hanging open at the front. Alan barely glanced at him, though, before sweeping into the living room. Fabian held the door for the long-ringed tail. "'You're wearing more than I thought you would be,' the weasel said, whiskers twitching as he let the door go. Alan glanced at the weasel's exposed chest and erection. "'You might want to do that up,' he said with a wave. "'Into undressing now?' Fabian had only just gotten the robe cinched when he realized that not only was the door not closing, but more people were coming in. A stocky badger, a slender fox, and a spotted skunk— all dressed in jeans except for the skunk who sported khaki slacks. They arrayed themselves beside Alan, and only then did the door close. If I'd known this was going to be an orgy, I'd have brought more beer. Fabian folded his arms. Of course we didn't expect drinks once sex was off the table, Liz the Badger said. She hooked her thumbs through her overalls. Off the table is the best place for it, the skunk said. "'Unless you fall off,' the fox added. "'Brian, Lee,' Alan said. "'This is serious.' "'Oh,' Fabian said, "'it's serious. "'I should have guessed since the whole junior brigade is here. "'Plus one soft.' "'He inclined his head toward Alan. "'So what is it? "'Would you like to sit down, or is that too casual?' "'The other three looked at Alan, "'Brian and Lee looking more amused than anything else.' "'We should all sit down,' Alan said. "'Fabian chose the armchair, leaving the sofa for Liz, Lee, and Brian. "'Lee and Brian did their usual sitting close but not too close thing, "'as if they were fooling anyone. "'Liz looked as displeased to be here as she did to be anywhere. "'Alan didn't sit down, but when everyone else had, "'he strode back toward Fabian's bedroom. "'Hey,' Fabian said, but by the time he'd gotten up, "'Alan had already gone in.' A moment later he reappeared, leading an otter who was struggling into a t-shirt, holding the rest of her clothes in front of her. "'Sorry,' Alan said. "'You'll have to catch up with Fabian some other night.' "'Fab?' she said, pulling on pants over her panties. He glared at Alan. "'Call me,' he said. "'I promise next time we won't be interrupted.' She leaned over to kiss him on the nose on her way out, which gave him the opportunity to get a paw on her shapely chest." She giggled and waved at the whole crew on her way out. Only Lee waved back until he caught Alan's look, and then he dropped his paw with a guilty flattening of his ears. Fabian leaned back in his armchair when the door had closed behind Celeste. "'So what is this all about? Is it my drinking?' He picked up a beer can from the side table, shook it lightly, and then drank from it. "'No, it's—' Alan looked to the couch— Liz was looking with either disgust or longing at the beer. Brian and Lee were looking innocently back at Alan. "'Geez, guys,' Alan said. "'We were going to do this together.' "'No, you were going to do it together,' Brian said. 
"'And you're doing a terrific job,' Lee said. "'Please continue.' "'Alan scowled, curling his long tail around his ankles. "'He turned his attention back to Fabian. "'We think you have a problem with, well, sex.' "'A laugh burst out of Fabian before he could help it. "'He took another swig of beer and chortled. "'My dear boys, I think you could hardly have found something I have fewer problems with.' "'No, I mean—' "'The weasel waved at the door. "'Did you not see the cute otter that Alan so rudely escorted out? "'She was naked just ten minutes ago. "'As was I. "'I assure you I know how everything works. "'Now, thank you for your time, but— "'You have a sex addiction problem.' "'Fabian stared. "'All four of them were looking serious, "'though it was clearly difficult for Lee and Brian to keep from smirking. "'I am— Speechless, he said. We want to help you with it. The weasel raised his eyebrows again. Oh, I see. One at a time or all together? And is Liz here to referee or take notes or... You stopped having sex with her, Alan pointed at the door, because you thought you could have a quickie with me. You said, and I quote, I need a cock in my mouth right fucking now. Lee and Brian looked up at Alan. The ringtail folded his ears back. You could have said you were busy. Oh, hun, I don't take more than two minutes in your mouth. She was willing to wait. Alan glared. That's, that's not the point. The point is... Fabian addressed the others. Are you really saying that none of you would pause in the middle of an extended tryst to get a quick blow from Alan? I wouldn't, Liz said. Alan cut off Brian's answer. "'What about the time you missed an exam because you were having sex? You almost failed the class!' Fabian put a finger to the side of his small, pointed muzzle. "'Ah, Shayala, she was going back to Queensland the next day, and they don't make you retake a class for almost failing.' "'Well, what about the time you missed the flag meeting?' Lee broke in. "'I thought we weren't going to use that one.' "'Yeah,' Brian said. "'I mean—' We've all missed flag meetings. Guys, Alan said, turning to them, you're supposed to be helping. We are, Brian said. You have to make a strong argument. What about the time he ended up on the college TV network with that rhino? I knew you'd bring that up. Fabian pulled his knees up. I was a freshman, and none of you were even here. You passed out tapes when you first met us. Alan folded his arms. Okay, but that's not about sex addiction, Lee said. That's about having an exhibitionist streak. More like a swath than a streak, Liz scratched the side of her muzzle. You have to show that it's impaired his life in some way. It has, Alan held his paws out. He doesn't have a relationship. He doesn't have any job prospects because he's too busy getting tail. Okay, Fabian said. The job thing I'll give you, but I have all summer. You don't have a relationship, either. Liz spoke again. The weasel turned his attention to her. Not to be indelicate, he said, but if you could get laid on a regular basis, would you be so quick to lock yourself down? Liz always looked irritated, so it was hard to tell if his remark had any effect on her. She grunted and folded her arms. Fabian turned back to Alan. And what's so great about relationships? You should be able to tell me. What's this one? Number five? Six?
Alan's tail lashed. You almost got Professor Marchinson fired. Like you've never blown a teacher to improve your grade. You weren't even taking his class, Alan said. Fabian scratched his whiskers. Wait, was Marchinson the ermine? He's a cougar. Oh, him! Fabian grinned, as much at the memory as at Alan's discomfiture. Well, I did take his class a while back. We just had a nice standing relationship. At least he was standing. He leaned back. So, you see, I do have relationships. Alan looked down at Lee and Brian. Guys? I think he's winning, Lee said. At halftime, anyway, Brian chimed in. Let's see what the second half holds. Alan glowered. You're missing the point of the intervention, he said. To be honest, Lee said, I'm not sure we ever really knew what the point was. Mostly we came along because you said, Come help me talk Fabian out of ruining his life, Brian sat up. And we didn't want him to ruin his life, the fox shook his head. But his life seems to be going okay, Brian looked at Fabian. I mean, you think it is, don't you? Fabian spread his paws. With the possible exception of the last twenty minutes. What about friends? Alan turned back to the weasel, his arms folded too now. With his black and white face and folded arms, he looked almost like a stretched out Liz. Fabian looked around. Well, sometimes they are a bit intrusive, I admit. I mean, Alan said, how many friends do you have that you haven't slept with? The weasel looked around the room. He pointed to Liz. I think that might be it. The playful grin on his muzzle didn't seem to put Alan in any better mood. Do you consider us friends? Well, sure, honey. Fabian cocked his head. Is that what you're worried about? I don't know if I consider us friends, Alan said. At that, all three of the people on the couch looked up. Lee's eyebrows were raised, and Brian's muzzle was tilted as quizzically as Fabian's was. My dear, Fabian began, and I'm not sure these three consider you a friend either. Of course he's a friend, Lee said. We wouldn't just waste a Thursday night on a non-friend, Brian said. Alan looked down. Really? So why didn't you invite him to the bar last Friday? Do you call him to talk about stuff? See him outside of flag meetings or the occasional class? Both Fox and Skunk looked at each other. At all, since you stopped sleeping with him? He's busy, Lee looked at Fabian. And so are we. Brian kept his eyes on Alan. It doesn't mean we're not friends. You, Lee, Alan said. Would you introduce him to Misha? Lee fidgeted and didn't answer. Alan turned to the skunk. Brian, same question, but with Kev. Who's Kev? Fabian said. Just this striper, Brian said. He didn't look at Fabian. It just hasn't come up. I know what this is about. Fabian flicked his ears back. This is about Terence. At the name, Alan's ears folded back. It's not just about him, he said. Who's Terence? Liz asked. Cute guy in Alan's sock sight class, Brian said. Red Fox, Leith smoothed out his tail. Real haughty. Bye.
Oh, Liz looked across the room at Fabian. So you did him. My dear, Fabian said, we shared a glass of wine, a bar of exquisite chocolate, a special moment. After you knew I was going out with him, Alan yelled. He came on to me, Fabian said. Smooth your tail down. Don't frown. It's so unattractive. Ha, right. Alan made an effort to settle his tail down, and though the fur did smooth, the tail continued to flick behind him. And besides, we both agreed that it was nothing more than a mutually pleasurable moment with no implication or understanding that it need be repeated. A one-night stand. It's still cheating. Why don't you take it up with him, then? I did. Alan's teeth clenched. He relaxed with visible effort. We're working through some things. Don't know why he told you in the first place, Fabian sniffed. Because in a relationship you don't keep secrets. My dear, secrets make life worth living. The point is, you've done it before. Remember when you and Ty had that big fight? Fabian sighed. There will always be people who want to ascribe more to casual sex than it warrants. Yes, sex can be part of a loving relationship. It can also be a meaningless, physically fulfilling night, or afternoon, or intermission. It is, he plowed on, even though Alan had his mouth open to rebut, possible to have sex while in a loving relationship with someone you are not in the relationship with. He paused and turned to Lee. Don't correct me. Honestly, Lee said, if they agreed they were going to be monogamous... I meant about ending a sentence with a preposition, Fabian said irritably. And besides, he came on to me, I already said. Yes, Brian said, but you do have to admit that you have a way of getting people to come on to you. Now I have magical powers, do I? Fabian leaned back and raised an eyebrow. It's just that it happens with you a lot, Alan said. And after a while, you know, if there's a pattern, you look for the common element in the pattern. So what am I supposed to do? Be less attractive? Fabian laughed. You could tone it down a little, Brian said. The weasel rounded on him. You're one to talk. At least maybe stop handing out those business cards that say, Purveyor of Fine Bed Mountings. Lee giggled a little as he said it. Free samples, Brian added, and they giggled together. Mm, I'll have to get some of those made up, Fabian murmured. Just be considerate of your friends, Alan said. I mean, think about them more than you think about your cock. I mean, he said loudly at Fabian's grin, don't fuck your friends' boyfriends. I suppose I can promise that, Fabian said. But look, what if I'm just in bed, minding my own business, half asleep, and someone slips in and starts something? I'm not exactly going to ask them to verify that they're not sleeping with one of my friends before I reciprocate. Does it actually happen to you? Fabian held up three fingers. Three times this year. Alan's skeptical gaze turned wide-eyed. Do you just keep a key to your room by the fire alarm? In case of horniness, break glass, Brian said, sending himself and Lee off into giggles again. Even Liz cracked a smile. Never mind how it happens. Fabian said. But that's the most interesting part, Lee said. Alan threw his paws in the air. Honestly, he said, if you guys aren't going to help, 
Oh, don't be so hard on them, Fabian smiled. You've given me a lot to think about. I promise to do my best, and I'll try to be more discreet about the times I don't. Alan searched his eyes. Fabian did his best innocent stare in return, and finally the ringtail said, Just keep in mind, you know, sex isn't forever. That's why I'm doing my best to enjoy it while I can, Fabian stood. But it's late, and no doubt you all have things you'd rather be doing. Liz, Brian, and Lee stood as well. We were thinking, Lee said, you could come out to the bar with us. Oh, how sweet, Fabian smiled. But I am rather tired, you know, so I think I may just work off the excitement I didn't get to finish earlier, and then go to sleep. I'm not as young as you all anymore. Alan nodded. Well, thanks for listening. Oh, Fabian said, and thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules. It means a lot to me. They started to file out the door. And Alan, I am sorry about Terence. Forgive me for saying so, but he seems like the sort who would play around quite a bit. I figured you knew that. Alan nodded again, more jerkily. Thanks, he said. Just forget it, okay? I'll deal with Terence. He followed the rest out the door. Fabian closed it behind them, bolted it, and stood looking at it for a moment, chin resting in one paw. Behind him, the closet door creaked open. A small white muzzle poked out. Are they gone? A high voice whispered. Good and, Fabian said, and you knew that or else you wouldn't have stuck that adorable nose out. He patted over and licked the arctic fox's nose. I didn't know the guys cared so much about you. The fox stepped out into the room, shaking the cedar dust from his puffy white fur. He smoothed his paws down his naked sides. And I didn't know you're dating Lee. Fabian held a finger up and wagged it back and forth. Naughty, naughty, Misha. The fox looked guilty, but only for a second. He said he had something else to do tonight and wouldn't tell me what it was. He cupped his sack and waggled the base of his sheath so his cock moved back and forth like Fabian's finger. And I'm not the only one who's naughty. You heard what I said, Fabian said, looking sternly at the fox. I know... Misha dropped his paws to his sides. It's just, Lee's always hanging out with Brian, and he says they're not boyfriends like us, but I can't ever get time alone with him, so I don't think he thinks it's serious. Not that, Fabian gestured to the bedroom. I mean, wait till I'm half asleep. Oh, Misha grinned, grasped his erection, and stepped back into the closet. Fabian closed the door and slid out of his robe. Boys, he sighed, and padded into the bedroom to go to bed.